0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Grow Your Christian Business podcast. I have a super special episode for you today because I'm actually sharing an episode of someone else's podcast, which is going to be great. I was invited on to... Cammie Wilkie's podcast a few months ago. Her podcast is called Bibles, Babies, and Business. You should definitely go check it out. It's a fantastic podcast. She has so much great information in there about building your business, a lot of Instagram, high ticket sales focused things. I had her on this podcast not too long ago as well. Um, You should go listen to that episode. It is episode 58. Um, So go check out that episode when I had her on um but when i was on her podcast not too long ago we had a really great conversation about storytelling and i know that that's something that a lot of you have been asking me to talk more about you want more episodes you want more training about storytelling in your business and so i thought that it would be really great for me to just share that episode with you because we had such a good conversation about using storytelling the importance of it in your business the power behind it so I thought, why repeat what I already said? Let's just share that amazing conversation. So, tune into this episode for all things storytelling in your business. So you're going to have some great tips and tricks to get started um, and to help you strengthen that muscle in your marketing tools. So, let's get into this storytelling episode. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion, and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Before we hop into this super awesome conversation, I have a quick invitation from my podcast coach, Stephanie Gass. She is hosting a boot camp um, really soon, August 14th. And um, yeah, I'm going to let her tell you about the bootcamp because she's way better at talking about it than me.
1: But I wanted to personally come on and invite you to the Profitable Podcast Bootcamp. This is a five-day challenge, so to speak, for those of you who are interested in podcasting or who already have a podcast and you want to know how a podcast works to grow an audience or make money online. I promise you it's so worth your time. It's an hour a day, Monday, August 14th through Friday, August 18th. And this one hour per day live challenge is gonna give you everything you need to know about why podcasting works, how to make money from a podcast, how to make sales really easy and so much more. We're giving away swag, door prizes. We even have scholarships to my courses and programs valued at over $10,000. So we just wanted to come on and invite you to be part of this challenge head right now over to stephaniegass.com slash bootcamp. That's stephaniegass.com slash bootcamp and get registered right away. You'll get entered to win free swag. And the best part of all is you're gonna learn how podcasting can potentially be a way for you to truly grow, make an impact and income in an online business and allow you to have that freedom and that fruit of not feeling like you are tied to social media 24 7 or having to do a hundred different things to figure out a way to be successful for the kingdom of God. This is going to lay all of those pieces out for you in alignment with your faith. Again, stephaniegass.com slash bootcamp.
0: This bootcamp is gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna be there every day learning for myself. This is the um, third time I think I've been to this bootcamp and it's honestly, I learn something new every single time I go. So even if you've already gone, come along, get a chance to win some free stuff. Um, I would love to hang out with you there and see you there inside this bootcamp. It's going to be a lot of fun growing our podcasts together and learning from this amazing, amazing Christian woman. So hopefully I will see you there. Okay, now enough podcast chat for today. Let's get into this amazing conversation that I had with Cammy all about storytelling for your business. Sarah, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business
2: podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show today and just to have the, the, the audience get to listen to your area of expertise, which is oh so viable. And it's an area of expertise that, that I do not have, which is also why I'm so excited to have you on the show. But before we get into all that, Sarah, welcome. Tell everybody a little bit about who is Sarah.
0: Thank you, Kami. I'm so excited to be on here and to finally actually get to guest on here. I've been listening to your podcast for so long and I love it. So I'm so glad that I can share some stuff with you and your audience today. Well, I'm Sarah. I am a business coach with a copywriting background. Um, and I am really passionate about helping business owners specifically like learn how to write their own content, their own copy, their own sales messaging, because that was not where I started out. I was doing the work for people. I was having them outsource to me. And I just realized there are so many business owners that need that help and just couldn't afford that help. And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm done with this. I want to help people that can't afford to outsource because you need, you deserve that help too. So here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to teach you how to take that message that you already have and just polish it up and make it even more powerful. And so That's where I am today. And I I'm just I love this journey of being able to help people do that.
2: I love that because especially in the beginning of starting an online coaching business, you know, we're we're the chief of everything. We are the content (laughs) creator, we're the copywriting, we are, you know, the sales. We're we are everything. And that is, I would say probably 90% or more of the listeners on this show. And that's really like where I feel the tug on my heart to mentor is to help coaches start their coaching businesses from the ground up, get, get to that foundational level of consistent 5k to 10k months. And Mm -hmm. it's my belief that when you are building that foundation up to, you know, your consistent five to 10k months, that's where I believe that you're the chief of everything. And, and once you, once you start to get those foundational things, then you can, you can maybe start at that point, uh, to work it in the budget to start outsourcing things. But for that first foundational period, you know, we are the ones doing the copywriting. And that is one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the show, because I did not study copywriting. I I feel (laughs) like I'm a halfway decent writer or typer. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. back in the day, I would like write these I was like, I wanted to be so many things growing up. I wanted to be like a cowgirl. I wanted to be Hannah Montana. And I I just remember writing these like little short stories about me and my horse that I didn't actually have. I I just desired a horse. But (laughs) uh, so yeah, over the years, I feel like I've I've, I've grown my writing a little bit, but I'm, I'm not at this expertise level that you're at And I know that it's so important to nail down copywriting and even further storytelling, which we'll get into here in a moment. So Mm -hmm. before we do that, can you define, give us kind of the cliff notes of what even is copywriting and and why is that important when somebody is building an online coaching business?
0: Yeah. So the first thing I want to say is that I feel like it's one of those phrases that we hear and then we kind of like... Get a bit panicky. We're like, oh my goodness, what is it? It must. Have, it must be so fancy. It's really not as fancy as some people will make you think that it is. Basically, copywriting is just any writing that you do in your business that's designed to sell something. So that could be primarily that's going to be any like anything on your website. That's things like if you have landing pages for a freebie, your sales page for your offers or your program, those kinds of things. Ads when you get down the road and are going to be doing ads. Um, You know, and then there's like physical copy as well. So things like posters or business cards, all of those like bits and pieces. But it's basically anything that you create that's supposed to sell something. Your content can be copywriting if it's, again, like sales and promotional posts. But content is then usually different because content is more entertaining. It's there just to connect with people, to have a little bit of fun. It's more playful. So it's not always directly selling. So that's really the main difference I would say between copywriting and content writing so it sounds super fancy it really is just if you're trying to sell something and you're writing it's copywriting
2: (laughs) okay so content is more designed for entertainment copywriting is the purpose of selling yes love it love it. So that makes total sense why an online coach would need to understand yeah. <laughs> how that those foundational skills of copywriting. So thank you for that first of all. And what I know that we're going to chat about today is the concept of using our story. Mm-hmm. And every coach I think has a story whether they recognize it or not. They have a story how they came into the space, they have a story about their own transformation and it's my firm belief that your unique story is what your ideal client and your, your future clients are going to resonate with. And that's why out of all the business coaches, out of all the fitness coaches, out of all the health coaches that they could hire, they're going to hire you because of your unique story. That mm-hmm. being said, though, we have to be proficient in understanding what our own story is and then telling that story. Yeah. So Can you dive us in, help us dip our toe into the concept of using storytelling to connect with our ideal clients online?
0: Yeah. And so storytelling is one of those things that I I, I think kind of helps bridge that gap between the content and the copywriting world because- It's very interesting to people. It's something that connects well because we love to read. I like to think like we do kind of like to snoop into people's lives a little bit. I know that's not always like the most like wholesome thing to say, but it is kind of true. We have that desire. (laughs) We do. We just have that desire. We want to know what people are doing, where they came from, how they got started. If you think about like almost all of the like the most followed accounts on social media are all celebrities, right? Because we just want to know what they do, what they get up to. So we just have that desire to kind of learn about people. And storytelling is a really great way to help do that for the people in your audience, because they want to snoop on your life. Like, don't think that you're not important. They want to know what you get up to. They are interested. And that's a way to help keep them interested is to share that. But you can sell in a way that is quite natural through storytelling as well. So that's why I say it kind of bridges that gap between the content world and the copywriting world, because it's something that is very interesting and entertaining. So you hit those like content requirements, but you can also very naturally um, sell through your story because you can tell people like, this is my program. This is what I do. These are the goals. This is what I want to help you do. And so you can weave that in very naturally to your story and it helps sell and connect people with what you've actually got to offer in your business, which is great. So that's one of my favorite reasons. I love storytelling. It's kind of like a sneaky way to sell without really selling.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And when you said that, you know, we all have this kind of desire to be curious snoop um yeah. nosy even as i've heard people say uh, on other people and in their lives that's so true i mean i think that's why reality television is so
0: yeah big
2: <laughs> and you know yesterday i was uh, i'm doing a training in high ticket powerhouse very soon all about instagram stories no coincidence mm. stories <laughs> on instagram and i was talking about the micro celebrity effect where you know, becoming a micro celebrity is like becoming a really well-known authority within a micro niche. And and so I love what you said of like, people want to like, just because maybe you don't have as many followers as, you know, Kim Kardashian doesn't mean that you don't still have a micro celebrity effect on people. You Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a fitness coach and you become a go-to person of authority amongst your followers, you automatically have that micro celebrity effect. Every single day, people are choosing of all the millions of Instagram stories that they could watch. They're choosing to watch your Instagram story. And I, I view that as almost like a reality TV show. Like they're clicking every day to watch your TV show. There, there's there's millions of other channels they could watch and every day they choose to watch yours and it's like mm-hmm. we're we're the main character of our reality tv show I, I don't know maybe that's just me kind of like connecting with the hannah montana version of me that wanted to <laughs> you know at 12 years old be yeah a pop star but that just helped me gain so much more understanding about what it meant to entertain what it meant to have that micro celebrity effect on people and and have that authority in your space. So when it comes to telling your story, you know, I feel like I have so many stories. How do I nail down? I mean, do you have core stories, like like my three core stories that I consistently tell over and over? How do you nail those down?
0: Yeah. And before I get into that, I just want to say, because you're so right on that idea. I love that you call it the micro celebrity effect. I think that's so true. But I had a business coach to me say recently um, that like, you have to be the person that, people want to work with so it's not just about what you offer because so much like so much knowledge you can just google nowadays like what you're really selling is is yourself that's that's another reason that the storytelling works so well because you people are wanting like when people buy your offer and sign up to work with you whether it's coaching or you know they're just hiring you for services whatever it is they're connecting with you and they're buying you and so that's why like it's so important to be able to open up to people to be yourself to connect with you like the aspects of yourself that you um sometimes a little bit afraid to share but it's so important to just like you don't have to like air everything out right but you have to get comfortable sharing who you are on social media and remind yourself that social media is a social platform like we're here to connect with people that's the primary function of these platforms is to be sociable to just have fun to show up as yourself to be a person on these platforms. So that's why what you're saying with stories works so well and that's why the the concept of storytelling in your writing works so well. So yes, to answer your question about the different types of stories, there are endless amounts of stories that you could tell. And so how do you choose which ones are to share, which ones are most important? Well, first of all, I would always recommend starting with the ones that you're comfortable with if you're a little bit scared to share stories if you've never done that before, if this is brand new to you and you don't really know what to do or where to go start with things that feel comfortable. Like I would not push yourself to share something vulnerable straight off the bat. If that's scary to you, that's okay. You don't need to just jump straight into the scary things. Although I would encourage you to try sharing some of those vulnerable stories at some point. But a great one to start with, well, my two favorite ones to start with. The first one is to share why you started. Everyone loves to know why you do what you do. What What's your motivation behind Running your business, either whether starting it or the why you offer the offer that you do, why you got into coaching, whatever that why is, answer that question in a story because that's something that you're going to know off the top of your head because that's the whole motivation for starting a business. So it's, that's not something you need to spend time thinking about and conjuring up an answer because you you should just know that. And if you don't, maybe you should think about why you started a business so that you do know that. The other one that I love to help people start with is a transformation story. So you mentioned that right at the beginning, like how, like you started in one place and now you're in another place. And that's probably the reason why you're coaching people. What was that journey like? How did you get from A to B? What was that process like? What was that transformation that that you went through? Because that transformation is normally what you're helping someone else achieve. So by walking someone through that journey yourself and telling them, this is kind of how I did it. You're going to be able to connect with the people that, are longing for that same transformation because they can see that as inspiration that it's possible,
2: oh man, that's so good. And I love how clearly you're describing this because um it sounds like something that maybe I have been doing. I just didn't recognize yeah. or put a name to it, mm-hmm. and you know of course I, I feel like everybody on on the podcast, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time you you probably have heard little bits and pieces, if not the whole thing, you know, I was broke. B-R-O-K-E broke. Mm-hmm. And although that is a vulnerable part of my past about what my start to the coaching space looked like, why I started the business, um, it, it is a part that people consistently are connecting with. Cons- mm-hmm. I mean, almost every single person that I connect with on social media that is interested in being mentored by me connects with that piece of what whether it was as drastically broke as I was, or just, mm-hmm. just the desire or concept to have a way to generate income that doesn't have to look like a nine to five, that doesn't have to have an income cap, that that gets to be something that they love to do every day mm-hmm. to help pay down debt or travel more, whatever it is. They they yeah. really relate to, to some element of that story. So I love that. I love that. So so there are transformation stories. What was the
0: other one you mentioned? Um, just like sharing your why or your motivation. Yeah. So the, your kind of origin story, I like to call it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I'm sure that the the answer to my next question, there's probably limitless uh, ways that you can answer it. But how would how what is one or two ways that somebody could use? Maybe their let's start with the transformation story. How could somebody use their transformation story to connect with their ideal clients online.
0: Mm-hmm. So if if we take the example of a coach, because it's the easiest example to talk about here, you're coaching someone on, so let's say you're a fitness coach and you're coaching someone on fitness. Well chances are you became a fitness coach for one of two reasons. One, you just are very, very passionate about fitness and that's something that you just love. Or two, you had a fitness journey where you were not fit at one point and you went through a process to become fit and now you want to coach people because it's that important to you. So The way that you connect with people is that the people that are going to come to work with you because they want fitness coaching are in that process of going through a journey themselves. Maybe they have um, some self-image issues and they just want to feel like they're more confident in their body and they look better. Maybe they're overweight or they're unhealthy and they want to feel healthier. They've got a reason that they're on their journey. The way that storytelling connects is that you kind of fuse those two paths together in a way because you can say, here's the journey that you're going on. I understand that journey. I see you because I've been in that place. I've been on that journey. I understand the steps that you're trying to take. I've walked them. <laughs> I've been through them. And now here I am on the other side of that. And so that's how it connects people because people will see that story and they'll go, yeah, you do. You know what's going on. I've been there. <laughs> like that's, that's where I am. I'm struggling with this thing. I'm having difficulty overcoming that hurdle. And here you are living that. You've overcome that step. And then they'll think in their head, how do I do that? Like, I want to learn to be that person. I want to overcome that thing. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want fitness to just be a thing that is in my life that I don't have to think about, that I don't have to stress about. It's just there. And so what your story does is it basically says the things that they're thinking so that they can read it and go, yeah, that's exactly what's on my brain. That's what I think. That's what I feel how do I connect with this person and learn more? So you're just kind of coming alongside them by using your story to relate to them. It's all about that relatability and that, that that's how you connect because you're basically just two people that have that thing in common and your story kind of helps identify what those things are.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that it's, it's in our innate nature to want to connect with people. I mean, we just, I mean, the Lord made us for community. Now, yeah. That is definitely community in like relationships and like family and and mm-hmm. church community. But also, you know, if we're hiring a mentor, we desire connection with that person, relatability. I loved that word that you used. Mm-hmm. Would it be fair to say that many transformation stories start off with, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like oftentimes they start off with a pain or a struggle, or a problem that has to be solved. Does that define that? Okay.
0: That's you, Yeah. And, and I will say not everyone will have a transformation story of this type. And that's okay. Like that's the beauty of stories is that they're all completely unique. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't really have that story. Like I just do what I do because I love it. That's okay. There's plenty of other stories that you can use to connect with people. But the transformation story is just one in particular because most coaches, most people will have that story in some form or fashion. And you can use it in different ways. So you've got the big transformation stories that are like my whole life changed because, you know, I started in this... I was really struggling with this thing. And then I had this huge change and now I'm on the other side. So like your finance story is a great transformation story. But it can also be little little ways. An example of this that I use is in the way that I approach content. So I used to approach content in a very different way. And it was just because that's what I was taught. That's what people told me to do. And then I realized I didn't enjoy that. It didn't feel good. It wasn't connecting with people. It wasn't doing what I, I needed it to do. So I shifted the way that I did content. And, you know, now I have a whole different approach. And so it can be something that's small. It doesn't need to be a huge like, Monumental life changing moment. It's just anything that is a change. Really, you went from path A. You change something. It turns you around. You're now on a better path, and now you're on path B. Basically,
2: yeah, absolutely. Oh, Sarah, that's so good. Okay, so we talked about a way that a person could use their transformation story and interweaving that into their business to connect with ideal clients. Um, can you give us one other example about a way that somebody could use storytelling to connect with their ideal clients online?
0: Yeah, another um, type of story that I, I love that I think are is really powerful is inspiration stories. And so this is just anything broadly that is inspiring to people. So if you think, again, about bunch of purpose of content is to entertain, to inspire, to make people laugh, to just, you know, connect with people and have fun. And so most people are looking to be inspired when they're on scrolling through social media, they want to know that there's a hope for something that there's something that they can aspire to to do with their life and so you can use an inspiration story to connect with people and share them like the reasons that like your offer works. There's lots of different types. You could use inspiration stories could be, for example, like a client, a success story. So you could talk through, you know, my client was having these issues and now they're not. And just like, look at how much like better their business is or look at the way that their life has improved. You can use inspiration stories. One that has always really stuck out to me was, it wasn't even my story. It was just something that I saw on social media. Someone talked about how they used to not be able to buy blueberries. Their favorite fruit was blueberries and they had to go to the grocery store buy their groceries and then put the blueberries back on the shelf because they didn't have enough money to buy their groceries. And, you know, now that she's, you know, six, seven figure earner, I don't know how much she earns, but she's very successful now. And she's like, I don't think about it. I just buy blueberries whenever I want. I buy them in season, out of season, doesn't matter. I buy the organic ones because my business has given that to me. And so that's an inspiration story because you can relate. You may not be in that situation where you're like, oh, I can't buy blueberries, but there's maybe something that you can't do. Because of where you're at in your life, whether it's finances, whether it's your relationships are having some difficulty, whether it's again fitness, we were talking about, whatever it is, there's something that your clients are not able to do that they really want to do. And it's sometimes something just as small as buying a box of blueberries. So, can you create a story that shows them that by working with you, by going through the things that you teach people, they're going to be able to do that thing that they really are craving? It's a very simple way to inspire people, but it's very, very powerful.
2: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And and I think that stories are are timeless. I think I mean when I think yeah. about the Bible, I mean the whole Bible is it's stories, stories. <laughs> Jesus yeah. taught from parables. He's taught from from storytelling. Mm-hmm. And there's so much depth to stories because a yeah. story will mean something different to different people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah
0: it's like it's if you look at like human history like we we have an oral history right we didn't learn to write as a society until very late on really in like the grand scheme of history everything before then was taught through stories by lessons we would learn which plants to eat or not to eat because someone ate the wrong plant and died and then we're like okay we can't go near those plants because uncle john died when he ate that plant right like everything is like we're just wired to pick up on stories to remember them to connect with people And and it's the thing like you're going to be you're going to stand out in your audience's mind more because they're going to remember the stories like that story about the blueberry. I I still know who it was that posted that story like and that was maybe two years ago now that I saw that on social media. Like, think about that. Social media does not have that long of a lifespan, but that person did because they posted a story that stuck with me. And so you can kind of like get around that the how fast paced social media is and how quickly things die out. Because like you're saying, stories are timeless. They stick in people's minds and they may not remember exactly what you do. They may not remember every detail about you and your business, but they'll remember that you posted something interesting that touched their heart and they go, oh, that person's just stuck in my brain now because they posted something that was really, really interesting to me. And so you can kind of like connect beyond the like 24 or 48 hour life cycle of social media by having something that is a story because like I say, it just sticks in your mind. It's very hard to get them out of your head sometimes.
2: Absolutely. Oh, Sarah, this is so good. This is so good. Is there anything else that
0: you want to add today? Anything at all as we wrap up the episode? Um, The only thing that I think would be like good to finish on because sometimes like we're sitting there thinking like I know I have stories to tell but I don't know what they are I don't really know how to think about that content and so my encouragement to you if you're in that place where you're like I want to write a story but what do I write about think about the ideas that we talked about today think of those examples but if you are also just wanting to like you're really like coming up but blank I would encourage you to get a piece of paper and just draw out like a mind map of just things that you've done in your life this is how I think about stories because you never know what kind of things can be interesting and have good lessons in them just write out you know I went to school in this place I used to have xyz hobbies my favorite thing to do this day is you know this my favorite restaurant or my favorite food is this the items on my desk are you know blah 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 just kind of map out the random things in your life And I'm not saying that they're going to come up with a story straight away, but maybe one day you're taking a look at that and you see, oh, you know, my hobby is, for example, my personal hobby. When I was a child, I did gymnastics. I did a lot of trampolining. Well, maybe there's plenty of stories that I could share about trampolining in there. So maybe one day I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, like, let's just think about. This one item on this mind map, let's think about trampolining, maybe some stories or some ideas will come up there. And then you can find lessons in them. And that's, that's what you share, you share those lessons in a storytelling form. So if you're really struggling to come up with ideas, just do a mind map, just do a brain dump of things that you've done in your life, personality traits, things that you did, hobbies you used to have, sports that you love, all of those things, and you're gonna like Ideas will jump off the page at you. They may not all come at once and that's okay, but have that somewhere nearby that you can come to every now and again when you're journaling, when you've got a little bit of downtime to think about your content and just see what stands out to you because you never know, you never know what things in your life are going to have those good lessons that someone needs to hear. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, Come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.